The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes! Yes! Go! From the Dave Campbell's hey, Texas I'm Football Mothership here in beautiful in. Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making a sound good today, celebrating his 50th birthday. You don't look a day over 49. Thanks. Happy birthday to Leon Lett. Hey, there you go. Oh, Leon, okay. Leon Lett, a legitimately great player who is oh, remembered yeah. for one very bad player. My, I can say this with confidence. My ball security is better than his. That's probably true. Maybe mm-hmm. I would say your ball security is also better than Sean Robinson's. Fair enough. And sitting to my right, our special guest host today, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Stepp is in the building. Hello, hello. Uh, big day to have you in. It's, 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 it's Mailbag Friday. It's Mailbag Friday. We've got we to gotta get the people what they want. That's not the biggest news of the day. Oh, no. Well, let's get, let's get to that. Yeah. Today is Friday, October 12, 2018. 41 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 641. 641. Pudge Rodriguez's war in his 1999 MVP campaign. Only 6.41 was his war, but it won because he's a catcher. Mm-hmm. On today's show, guys, we've got a number of announcements, including the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week and the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award winner. Uh, plus, then it's Mailbag Friday. We're answering all your questions. If you have questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, travel, romance, any of those things. Food. Food. Specifically food. If you have those questions, ask them in the comments down below on Facebook. We'll get to as many as we can uh, after we get done with all of our nonsense off the top. But we do have there's – there's another special guest we it's have. It's a Friday treat. It's, it's a late booking, too. Very late in the game. But whenever we have the opportunity to bring on the boss – we got to bring on the boss. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the athletic director for the University Interscholastic League, Dr. Susan Elza, joins us on the phone. Dr. Elza, how are you? Well, I'm just glad to be here. I, you know, but I heard you say one thing. We got to deal okay. with some other nonsense before we get on to the other. I hope I'm not the other nonsense. No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no. The nonsense is like is like us talking. Like that's oh, basically. Oh, I you're, got you. you're the you're the star of the show here. Uh, so I understand you're you're up in our neck of the woods uh, today. I am. I, you know, I come in town, uh, Regional 11 Service Center had asked to come give a few words of encouragement and, and enjoyed that. And I'm going to stay and, and see if I can catch a couple of games tonight. Any, uh, any games in particular that you're going to, that people could maybe be on the lookout for, uh, for, for the boss? <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to start. Okay. I'm going to start over at um, at Allen Eagle Stadium and mm-hmm. watch the, the 5-0 Allen Eagles and the 5-0 Plano East Panthers mm-hmm. uh, take on each other. I have not, you know, been to a game. I think a lot of people have, but I've never been to a game in that stadium. Really? Wow. Oh, okay. what, it's I know. Uh, even though I spent time, a significant part of my career there, I uh, <laughs> have never been to a game there. So what better game than, you know, there's a lot of people buzzing about that one. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to go see what the hype's all about. 
Well, that's that's exciting. So so then, I, you know, I think one question people probably have is um, is what do you do during football season? I think we you know, I think people <laughs> see that you you pop up around state championships, handing out trophies and, you know, you'll pop up, uh, you know, during realignment and things like that. Uh, but but what is it? What what how what would you say you do here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, during the week, all we're doing is is preparing for, you know, the, the state championships that are coming and. And uh, these postseasons are about to happen. And then we've got all those rules that we have to contend with. So we've got a big council meeting kind of come up, coming up. It's a legislative council meeting in October. So there is a lot of prep work that goes into that. And, and then what I do is I just fly under – a lot of our staff does this, our mm-hmm. athletic staff. We just kind of fly under the radar. We, don't, we, we love athletics and we love – you know all the sports that we have and what i do is i just sneak into games and don't tell anybody i'm there and just watch and then then i send you a text message with a picture and see if you can figure out where i'm at (laughs) that that is true we do play that where's dr we do play again would you say would you say that the number one perk of your job is that you get into football games for free well, it, you know, it's the number one perk if they also give you VIP parking. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The important stuff, uh, right? I'm mm. just kidding. You know what? I think it's, you know, a lot of times when you do attend those games, what, what I don't ever want to happen, nor, nor to any one of us at UIL, I mean, we want to be able to go, but we don't want them to have to jump through any hoops for us. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're coming, they feel like they've got to roll out the red carpet. And, you know, we're just fans, you know, when it comes down to it. And, and um, I just, you know, Sometimes I'll go and try to get there before the game and talk to the coaches and the officials. And sometimes I just I don't want anybody to have to go through any hassle, and I don't want anybody to be worried about me being there. So, I, I, the latter is what I prefer. And uh, but it is a perk because you get yeah. to be around you know some of the best, uh, the best of the best in the state of Texas, and and you know just the atmosphere of it. Y'all know y'all are passionate about it. You do a great job of of helping promote it. And well, um, well, we appreciate that. You know, the the red carpet thing. That's that's what happens when Step says he's going. Oh to a gosh, game. Oh, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh man, we got to make sure we got the good food. We got to make sure he's got a good oh. parking spot. I mean, that's that's how it goes with, with Step. Well, they they know he's going to raid them. That's why. <laughs> well, you know, this is true. <laughs> All right, and finally, uh, Doctor Els, I know you're busy. We'll we'll let you go, but I do have to ask you. We were last week. Matt Stepp and I were out at um, Northwest ISD Stadium, beautiful Northwest ISD yes, Stadium for, for Eaton and Keller Fossil Ridge. But th- there appeared to be something missing. I Step, did you see the a statue of Doctor Elza outside? No, of I missed or? the statue. Yeah. I did when not when are we going to get that. a Doctor Susan Elza statue outside Northwest ISD Stadium? You know, it's funny. I, I went over there today and asked him that same question. Um, so we're, we're on the same wavelength. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I anticipate that coming anytime soon because, you know, the people that are there are the reason that that place is doing good. And I, I'm not there anymore. So mm-hmm. it's it's a great place. And I was glad I got to go over there and reminisce. But um, but I don't think they're on that that same page on this whole statue thing. All right. We're going to we're going to start a Kickstarter. Yeah, we got we, we got you. We got you, Dr. Ellis. <laughs> Kickstarter. We got you. She is Dr. Susan Ellis, the UIL athletic director. Follow her on Twitter at UIL underscore. AD. Doc, appreciate your time as always on short notice and uh, enjoy the game tonight. All right. Y'all too. Thank you for everything. Thanks, Doc. There she goes. Dr. Susan. The one and only. The one and only. Look, she texted me and she said, I'm in town. And I said, you want to be on the show? And she was like, yep. She like yep. called. She like called my bluff. <laughs> so, yeah. so you don't say no to that. So uh-huh. good, good to have her on anytime. Well, you know, we'd, we'll probably talk to her 
we'll probably talk to her again kind of leading up to the state championship yeah, games yeah. and talk about the, the ins and outs of that giant all that goes into that, that giant event so we'll get into that but we appreciate Dr. Elsa hopping on she's the best short term. she is great alright guys we are Texas Football today we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com talking football in the Lone Star State you can follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's follow us on Instagram Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's and of course see us at TexasFootball.com Guys, if you're going out to a high school football game tonight, may I suggest going to Southlake? Because in Southlake, <laughs> the Dragons are not playing. No, 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 they're not. Instead, you get Denton Ryan at Colleyville Heritage. Massive game in that district, game. by the way. Could be Pro- for the district title. Probably, yeah. Well, I mean, that district's gotten tighter at the top. Um, I still think Ryan's probably the best team in that district, but Heritage could certainly throw a wrench in that. They are certainly capable of doing that. See Cam Brown out there and, and Coach Joe Wills doing his, his stuff going up against uh, Dave Hennigan and company and Ryan. But more importantly... Go out to that game and check out the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. We're going to be out there uh, having a good time. We'll have a number of tents out there uh, with our uh, sponsors, including uh, Takis, Body Armor, mm, Texas Takis. Texas Army National Guard, in and out and main event. Uh, our sponsors will be out there at the Denton Ryan versus Colleyville Heritage game at Southlake. Uh, so go out there and check that out if you're going to be out in the area. Make sure you go and bother um, Taylor and Kendall and, and all of those. Uh, those bother stuff. Taylor especially. And, and by the way, they are, I believe are they, they're handing out Takis, right? Is that oh, right? yeah. Okay, they're handing oh, out Takis. Yeah. So if you're Limitless Takis. So if you're in a Takis, huh. let me tell you, this is the place to My be. My daughters may show up just for Takis. So check out the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew out there at the Denton Ryan versus Colleyville Heritage game. Let me now find my other read, Max. Hold okay. On. Give me a second. Tradition like any other. It is. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up with the North Texas Honda Dealers to shine a light on individual individuals, influential individuals, (laughs) individual individuals, also influential individuals who are helpful in their local community and will be out tonight at the Timber Creek versus Geyer game. Honoring community helper Paul Andrus. Be sure to look out for the helpful Honda team, and you might get a random act of helpfulness. Mm. That's a very clean read by me, by me. I'm very sorry. Very professional. Yeah, it's a professional operation we got here. Yeah, I'm really yep. screwing the pooch. All right. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up, or D- Dairy Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four to serving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year, decided at season's end, but we have, after a back-and-forth affair for the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, we have a winner. The winner of the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week is... I already put it up. God, will you stop doing that? Cy Woods Offensive Coordinator Curtis Neal. The Wildcats offense started hot and stayed hot, scoring 21 points in each of the first three quarters and racking up 684 yards total offense, including 501 on the ground and a 63-55 win over Cy Lakes. And by the way, that's a Cy Lakes defense that won a game last night 3 nothing. Yep. So nothing. that's quite an accomplishment for Cy Woods. Congratulations to all the nominees. Westlake East Defense Coordinator Renee Guzman, uh, Canyon Defense Coordinator Jed Anderson, and Florence Offensive Coordinator Keith Verdell. But a very special congratulations to the Week 6 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Cy Woods Offensive Coordinator Curtis Neal. Very well deserved. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the, Advo- or the oh my gosh, the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon here on TexasFootball.com, we announce 10 candidates for that week's award. Based on the previous week's on-field performance, we then leave it up to you. Voting at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes at noon. Do we close the poll? I hope so. Oh, my gosh. 
We are a democracy here. Oh, my god! It should be closed. It should be closed. It's supposed to automatically close. Okay. It's now uh, officially closed. Okay. Yeah. Let me make sure it didn't change the winner. You should be fine. It didn't change. It's good. fine. All right. So, <laughs> um, cl- voting closed each day around noon. <laughs> each Friday. Ish, noonish. Noonish. Uh, the winner being announced shortly thereafter. We have a winner. The Week 6 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Fort Worth Benbrook running back Quentin Jackson ran for 445 yards and five touchdowns for the Bobcats' big win last week. Congratulations to all the nominees. Fort Ben Travis, wide receiver Parker Washington, Needville running back Ashton Stratic, die ball running back Darius McMillan, Newcastle athlete J.D. Bryce, Alice quarterback Isaiah Aguilar, Austin Del Valley running back Tavi Dunlop, uh, Texas high quarterback Colton Clack, Pittsburgh quarterback Jalen Jimerson and Jasper running back Montavian Hunt. But a very special congratulations to the Week 6 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, the pride of the Bobcats, Fort Worth Ben Brook running back Quentin Jackson. Very well deserved to him. I think he's leading the state in rushing right now. Uh, I believe he is. Like yeah. It's the second, second Fort Worth ISD player to win yeah. the Player of the Week award. Anthony Watkins running. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Fort Worth ISD Fort Worth. getting out the vote. Stand up. Funky town. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. It's that time. He's here for a reason, folks. Matt mm. Step is here for a reason, and you're here for a reason. And that's because... You like football. It's Mailback Friday. That's right. It's Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions here at TexasFootball.com. If you're, not, if you're watching on, the, on TexasFootball.com you want to get a question in, you can either tweet at us, hashtag TF today, or you can uh, go on to Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells, and we will get to um, all of your questions. But we did have a question. I need to start, Max, if you're okay with this. I right, do what you got to do. We had a question on Twitter that I want to make sure we get to. That's right. It's a good question, uh, This too. is a good one. This is from Connor, Heffer- Connor Heffernan. Uh, from, uh, he's, he's from out of state. Uh, hey, DCTF, as a freshman in college and a recent expat Texan, I often find myself curing, uh, curing my homesickness by listening to your podcast. Don't do that. That's uh, it's not, it's dangerous for you. It Can is. a LBJ class of 2018 grad get an in-depth breakdown of LBJ versus Dripping Springs in 12-5A Division One. Connor, you absolutely can. Right. Do it, right. Matt. All right. Well, uh, I think this game is for the district title. Mm-hmm. Uh, both these teams already own wins over Austin McCallum, who I think was the other team in the mix along with Seguin. But I, I think Drip and, and LBJ are the two, clearly the two best teams. Uh, I think LBJ gets the edge here. They, mm-hmm. play, they, got, they had the best win. Totally of, agree. That win over La Vega is a signature win for the Jags. Um, I even def- even if it's a five A or a four A, let me yeah, let me La Vega, let me be uh, devil's advocate here. Yeah, because La Vega's unreal four A. They're really they good. Are, they are an elite four A program. Um, Drips played a lot of close games. They've mm-hmm. got a one point win, a one point loss. Uh, been a lot of tough games. I think the game being at home helps Dripping Springs quite a bit. Um, I need to get over there. They have, they have a great catfish spread in the press <laughs> box. I need to get over there and cover a game, but. Um, LBJ, I think, not from a numbers standpoint, and I think from um, a team, they're going to have a definite team speed edge over mm-hmm. over Dripping Springs. LBJ is always loaded with skill talent. They've got they've got a, a really good young prospect that I've seen some uh, a lot of buzz on a Division One kid. Can't, his name escapes me right now, but I, but I like LBJ. I like LBJ because of the defense. I think yeah. their defense is probably what puts them over the top. And, and, and you know, to me, the thing that always stands out to me, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Um, by the way, their one loss is a one-point loss at Los Fresnos, yeah. which is a weird loss. And they had, the, that, they had a big lead in that yeah, game. And they and coughed it up. Los Fresnos came back. Um, yeah. they, you know, they're on the, you know, that was on the road, going to Los Fresnos. Long road trip. You never know what's going to happen. But to me, one thing that always stands out is when you beat a team at their own game, 
that impresses me. And they beat LaVega at their own game. They mm-hmm. they ran the ball and they played defense and they beat LaVega at their own game. That was impressed me. I lean towards LBJ as well, but uh, this is a close game. This is probably a one-score game. I think this 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 probably is, is a one-score game. It would surprise me if, if one of the teams blew. In, in fact, if the other team, if one team blew out the other, we're going to have to think very seriously about that winner, about what that yeah, means for them. How... how- they start making an appearance in the rankings. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. All right, Max, that's my one question that I had off of Twitter. Um, you have one follow-up, but I think we did. We determined this off-air that uh, this is actually a good one. We need to run by step two as well. Okay. Brent Homan asked us on Wednesday, uh-huh. what is the longest streak for a team in the state to have not been shut out? Obviously, there are active oh. streaks still yeah, going. Yeah. I know Westlake was probably the biggest one in the Austin area for the longest time. I don't. I think they. I think they've stayed alive. I think they kicked a field goal in the one game that they were in threat of uh, being shut out. We decide this is going to be like a longer project. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of research. Uh, Tepper is shelving this one until uh, the off season. Probably, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He asked because Graham uh, has not been shut out since 1998, and I told him while that is exciting, it is nowhere near close to the record. I am sure. No, I would, We're going to have to go back to the 70s I, and 60s. I would I honestly. Here's my. Here's my. This is a total guess. Yeah. One hundred percent guess. Yeah. My guess is Salina. I bet Salina has probably not been shut out since, like, the 80s. That's just a guess. Now, I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they got shut out, like, last year or something. Right. But uh, that's, that, like, that's the first thing that's sprung to mind. You always think of the, the Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods, team, team with, teams with traditionally strong offenses, mm-hmm. teams that have won a lot. Um, that's it. By the way, can I, can I drop a little nugget that I just saw on here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, according to our friends at Varsity Wires. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Varsity Wires, they cover Cypress football. Uh, they do a Cypress. great job covering Cypress. They really do. It's a lot of fun. But I just retweeted it from, from my account. But very interesting stat. The – oh, let me find it now. Okay, I got it. Last, last night, you may remember. You may, you may not know. Cy Lakes uh, beat Bryant 3 nothing. It's the lowest scoring high school football game in the state this year. It's a low scoring game. There was a game that was two nothing into the fourth quarter though, in Sam Houston and uh, and, and Westbury. But three nothing last night. Yesterday's three nothing win by Cy Lakes was the first three nothing score, final score involving a Cy Fair ISD team since nineteen eighty three. Wow. Jersey Village beat Katy three nothing in the final game of nineteen eighty three to avoid going winless. Ooh, that is an insane stat. Yeah. So it's been more than 35 years. Must have been Katie's dark been, period, right? There. Yeah. yeah. Or it's been about 35 years since it happened. So last night, history made in Cypress ISD, so, or Cypher ISD. So appreciate uh, that little nugget. I was like high school well, tidbits, fun. right? Like, little, like fun facts. I like fun facts. Yeah. We have the fun fact of the week on Tep and Step. So. You should listen to Tep and Step. Uh, you really should. Max, do we have any questions? Oh, baby. Tony Blaylock asks, thoughts on Woodville versus Buna? Two of three remaining unbeaten teams in 3AD1 Region 3 face face off tonight. One of seven battles of unbeatens tonight. Probably between that one and um, Corgan Camden plays somebody and they're undefeated, I want to say. Is that right? Did I make that up? Mm. There's one other game that's, that's really flying under the radar as far as undefeateds are concerned. I will say I talked about Buna and Woodville in my uh, mega preview, which yes. you should go to TexasFootball.com and read. And I took Woodville by 11 in so, that game. So, um, here's the thing. There is, um, well, let me see if I can find this. Here. Yeah, there's, there's seven. There you go. Yeah, the other one's Price Carlisle and Cushing. Okay. That's probably okay. the one that's flying most under the radar. Yeah, smaller schools. Yeah. Um, Cushing's a little bit of a surprise, too. Woodville, uh, I, I said it on, on the picks. Buna's off to a great start, but I don't think they've seen a team like Woodville. No. Their best win is Orangefield in 
Woodville's different, built, built yes, differently. To they Orangeville. are built differently. They, they run the ball, but Woodville has got dudes. They got speed to burn, and they are going to have a significant edge at the skill. Woodville's got a ton of team speed, and this is a team that's that's playoff tested. I mean, Woodville gave mm-hmm. Rockdale a game yes, last they year did. in playoffs for about two quarters. I would um, say Woodville's a little too, a little too explosive for. Buna. I would say I agree. This is a prove it game for me for Buna. Um, if they come out with a win, or if they play this thing real tight into the fourth quarter, I'm gonna uh, like that. That's gonna be their best result of the year for me. Um, so I would say this is a prove it game for me for Buna. Uh, Woodville's probably your favorite here. Uh, what's next, Max? Boy, we got a lot of questions. Um, Kevin Higginbotham and a few other people have asked to break down the Canyon and Andrews game. Another big one. This yeah, season. that's a, a, a game that. Probably is as good as a lot of these undefeated team games. Andrews has the one loss on the year. Canyons, Canyons impressed me. Canyons, you know, Lawton Reichel has committed, recently committed to the Air Force. Mm-hmm. So they've got a big time quarterback. But I'll tell you what, Andrews, they may be more impressive just because they, their one loss is to Lubbock Cooper by two points. Yeah, and if Lubbock Cooper doesn't kick a field goal as time expires. Andrews is six and zero coming into this game as well. Right. You look up and down the schedule for for Canyon, and you're like, all right, where's your signature win? Like they don't really have one. This, this would, would be, be it. it. Yeah. This would be it. Yeah. And the other thing that's weird for me in this is you got to remember, um, Canyon's only Canyon. Both these teams are in fourteen districts. Is that right? Yes, sir. But that's why they're playing this game. This yeah. is the seventh non-district game. Yeah, this is seven non-district. Seven games. non-district games. Um, long I, road trip for Andrews. Boy, it's a yeah, long road tough. trip. I think I lead a little bit towards Andrews, yeah. but I don't know. This is an interesting matchup because I do think Canyon's for real. Um, I think that I think their I think their defense is starting to round into form. Um, the offense has always been there. That they can score points. They this can this score is going to be a shootout. This this, this definitely has um, banger potential. That you there we might be I might be tweeting a bunch of sirens tonight. That is a third quarter score of fifty six to forty nine yeah. or something like that. So this what, could be a high scoring game. Keep an eye on the weather up there too. I heard yeah. it. I've heard talk of snow this weekend in the Panhandle, so Ooh. it could get a little gnarly. There, <laughs> you crazy so. for this one weather? Yeah. No, you crazy for this you. one. Uh, so yeah, I, I lean towards Andrews a little bit. Max, what's next? Tony Venegas out at the Odessa American. Uh, this is an interesting way to phrase this question, and I'm going to let you, you and your, emo- your, you and your emotions handle this, Tepper. Oh. Thoughts from Step on Permian Odessa this evening. Oh, wow! Wow! Oh, that's a shot. Good <laughs> lord, Tony. Just... Well, I will say again. Yeah, oh. I guess Tepper, we don't need you. Right. See you, Greg. Bye, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> I will say uh, you should read the mega preview, and you should also watch Tepper's Pick'em video because I think he does have some analysis, at least at least a quick pick on this game. Um, Permian's much more talented, I think. Per- yeah. o- OHS is kind of the grinded out kind of team that that's this. They're getting a lot. Coach Cervantes is getting the most out of his kids. I think Permian for sure is going to be much more athletic than, than OHS. Peyton Powell, Justin Hammonds, Ed Williams. They've got a lot of playmakers. OHS is really, really tough on defense. They're going to have to keep this game a low-scoring game. I think they do not want to get into a shootout with the Panth- with uh, Mojo. If they get into a shootout with Mojo, it's going to get ugly. I think OHS, the key to victory in this is ball control, keep the score in the 20s, hope Permian makes a mistake or two, and, the- and OHS can pull out a win, which which they have done many times. We set it on tep and step. Uh, OHS always plays Permian really, really tough. This is a really old rivalry game. No love lost here, so I think OHS is going to have to uh, keep the score low. Hey, Greg. That's good. Tony, in Tony's defense, he says he didn't want to bother Tepper after his picks last week. I tried. I learned my lesson from last week. LOL. 
Whatever. Yeah. Go it's on too late. You you go heard on. you heard him yeah. deeply, Tony. Go on to the next question. He's too shocked and too hurt and. Oh, and, te- oh my! Oh my God! Now he broke he his broke microphone. The equipment. Oh my! He's so upset. He broke Hulking his microphone. Hulking up. Yeah. Broke his microphone. You've been lifting, bro. Anyway. Man, I'm so strong right now. Fun question here because I think this is kind of appropriate with some of the games we have tonight. You just got done with one. We've obviously talked about Lake Travis and Westlake. Ed McElroy asks, "How many regular season high school games a year do you think actually sell out?" Oh, that's a good one. Right? That's a um, great question. Well, so it, it depends on what your definition of a sellout is. I mean, from my sta- let's let's go from the hard stance of the fire marshal has shut it down. Yeah. Okay. Because the thing, because they're going to be up. I bet there's some 2A games that. Probably more than you think. Yeah. Just because, because the weird, the weird thing about a lot of those 2As is that let's say it seats 700 people. Probably twelve hundred. There will be twelve hundred there the because they're standing along the fence, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's it's interesting. You that as a sellout, I would say that there are probably probably five percent of all games sell out. Yeah, probably about five percent because there's always. There's I always, think that's high. You think that's high? I think that's high. I think it's like two percent. I've only. I mean, think about all the games we've all been to. Yeah, that's right? true. I would say I've been to three that the fire marshal. Like, we can't let anyone else. Yeah, in. we've got to shut if the you're, gate. If you're doing it off based off the fire marshal, there's probably yeah, like five that's per year. True. Right. If, yeah. If you're asking, here's here's the interesting question. Like, if you're saying they are at what they say they're the number of seats, right? Right. If it says capacity seven hundred, but they'll yeah. let twelve hundred in. Yeah. If you're saying seven hundred, I'd say five hundred five percent of the game. Right. Yeah. But if you're talking about the marshal, fire marshal, it's one percent. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably less than one. It's probably yeah. like less than five per year. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I mean I, I guarantee you, I've been to some two A games where they seat a seven hundred people and there's fifteen hundred. But there's oh, one tonight sure. standing around the But fence. there's one probably tonight in San Antonio. Uh, there is definitely one in because they are not letting anyone else in. Yeah, if O'Connor and Brandeis. They're O'Connor not, and Brandeis is going to be is, is sold out. And is Lake yeah. Travis Westlake uh, Lake Travis officially I, a sellout? I don't other know than Craigslist. All I can tell you is that there are game there are tickets going for hundred twenty dollars on Craigslist <laughs> for Lake Travis and Westlake tonight. Hey. So, Absurd. Got to do what you got to do. I would say the only games that I've ever been to that were actually shut down were Cedar Hill, DeSoto, and Lake Travis Westlake. Yes. Where you, there at some point, they someone in the press box says, "Yeah, the school's locking the gate, and people start piling up on the fences outside." Yes, that's that's really Cedar, was it. Cedar Hill, DeSoto, two years ago. Two years Hill? ago yeah. at uh, Cedar Hill. At Cedar yes. Hill, yes, yeah, that, correct. That, and and yeah. I think Temple Belton last week was probably one of the. Yeah, uh, Temple Belton. You got to assume yeah. almost every freaking time mm-hmm. that one is another one like that. But uh, great question. Love yeah. that one. Uh, Miziel Romero is trying to get back in our good graces no, he's after yesterday. I don't know, guys. He says, funniest interview you've ever had on TFT. We'd have to go back to the DCTF Live days, I think, for both our interview with Joey McGuire while he was getting his vows renewed in yes, Las Vegas. That's true. <laughs> he was literally about to walk down the aisle and to he renew said, his vows. Yeah, and we, I'm in Vegas! Yeah, and Elvis was going to walk his bride down the aisle. And, uh, that's very on-brand. Probably... Terry Crawford, Crawford at Abbott, who, uh, keeps, it who keeps it 100 yeah. after they won the state title. That's pretty that good. Was, we la- I don't, that was so unexpected. I don't think you and I have ever laughed harder than either of those interviews. No. Dan yeah. Ganey, when he was at the golf district yes, golf tournament. Yes, that's right. He was <laughs> that was pretty good. I was like, how's the district golf tournament? He's like, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of mad yeah. the golf tournament. If you go to YouTube, all these interviews have been archived. Yeah. So uh, those, Judge for yourself. There's yeah, some characters Terry Crawford at Aber- <sighs> Abbott, uh, Joey McGuire when he was at Cedar Hill, Dan Ganey. Uh, we had Ryan Nanny on. Ryan Nanny's celebrity guest pick spot was probably the funniest probably college football picks funny. we've ever done. The uh, most wheels-off show we ever did was the show where we had Hardigan in studio. Yes, anytime hard again, or Renner is in studio. Yeah, the, the Renner wheels, interviews. The wheels come nuts. off. It was like yeah. two and a half. By the way, next Friday, we're a week away from our three-year anniversary of this dumb That's show. That's true. 
Uh, but yeah, it's it go back. God, it's got probably two years ago that we interviewed Renner. He we had him in studio, and he had his uh, pumping wattage in the cottage. <laughs> oh, psychopath! <laughs> What's next, Max? Uh, Megahertz up the skirts. Oh, uh, it hurts. Uh, it does about hurt. that. Uh, Greg McCormick, no surprise. We always have a ton of Temple fans in the comments uh, today. Greg McCormick, I think with the best answer that sort of answers everyone's questions right now about Temple, walk through your thoughts on Temple's potential playoff path. Okay, that's fine. Let me see if I can pull up. uh, Yeah, you can pull up. Yeah, you pull it up. I'll vamp. I know, Greg, last Thursday when we were watching uh, Eaton and Foster Ridge during halftime, we were, because me and Greg nerd out, and we were talking about the potential playoff path in 6A Region 2, Division 2, and we went crazy over a possible Longview Temple regional final. You want to talk about a sellout? There's a sellout for yeah. you. If it's at the right stadium, it'll sell out. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's what our projections go right now. By the way, they will go Division Two. They're one yes. of the smallest yes. six A's. Um, so let's see. Right now, their path would be something along the lines of Mesquite Horn, which is going to be the most dangerous three and seven under team ever. yeah three and seven team in state history. Yeah. So don't walk, don't sleepwalk through that. And then probably a team like Plano or Name and Forest will win that one. They'll be, I'm sorry, they'll be favoring that. And then, they'll probably, tough. and then probably the winner of Cy Ranch and Hendrickson, which is pro, which could be teams. could be two nine and one teams or a ten and zero oh and nine and one yeah. team playing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so Temple Cy Ranch, and then it would be Longview. Uh, and if they get past that, then they get out of the region. Longview or Vandegrift, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Vandegrift. Right? And then um, if they get out of that, they go uh, to the state semifinal, who it could be. Cedar Hill, didn't Geyer if they get their stuff together. Southlake or Southlake D one. Uh, Southlake D one. Okay. Southlake um, we do one. Yeah. Uh, one of the fans. Middle Lee maybe. Middle yeah, Lee. Yeah. One of the fans asked how they do against Allen. You ain't gonna have to play Allen, so don't no. worry. Hey, don't good, worry about it. Good yeah. news. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. That's yeah. Different divisions. Yeah. Because you won't like my yeah. answer. Yeah. Um, fair to say though, we're higher on Temple right now than we probably were coming into the season. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Now that. We, now that, that. Yeah. That one hundred percent. Yeah. I will say. And I know I'm just going to win more friends in Temple when I say oh, this. Oh, boy. Oh, duck. Duck, Max. What do we make of them giving up 55 points to Belton? Well, a little concerned about it. Belton's, it's a rivalry Belton's game, Belton's good, though. but it's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. game. That, that, that's, they, the, that's like literally the first concerning data point I've got yeah, from them. They and, have 10,000 great data points this year, yeah. and this one little one that's... I'm willing to look me. past it. now. If we And they took care of business last night against Colleen. Yeah. A, a solid Colleen. They Colleen's did. Not yeah, a that's, that's team. They're probably going to win the district now. Yeah, so... Although they, they still got Midway? They still got Midway, but I they should handle Midway. I think they'll beat Midway. I think they're probably going 10 and out. But I'd yes. Agree. Anyway, that's that's enough Temple talk. We're yeah. done talking about Temple. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> for now. What's next? My man Eddie Jackson says, "Y'all see uh, that Saquon Bar- Barkley highlight from last night?" I, I didn't. I, I did. It was pretty crazy. I don't watch what the happened? NFL, so I have yeah, no idea. I I know who Saquon Barkley is, and I know he's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, breaking news: He's good. Yeah. But, yeah. No, nope. I saw Odell Beckham yeah. get into a fight with the fan on the sideline. Yeah. That, nice. that was pretty yeah. amusing. Eddie said, "Eddie said he knows this is a high school show. He knows we don't care. He just said it was so crazy. He had no, to ask." That's fine. I appreciate yeah. that. Good yeah. question. Right. I did not. Uh, one of the Temple fans said just just now, "Don't bring up the Belton game." Sorry. Well, sorry I mean, sorry, you sorry, won sorry, it. Sorry. You did win. You won. So, hey, dubs are dubs, man. It goes yeah, on the right. left side of the. It goes on the left side of the ledge. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? What's next, Max? Uh, Ricky Galindo Jr. asks, Texas State is not good at football. Correct. Or PR, but that's another thing. Also How does correct. Texas State put it together to say to win just, you know, four games? Boy, they trended upward last night. They gave Georgia Southern a run. Yeah. Um, which, that's a, I mean, I know you're thinking, oh, directional Georgia. But, like, that's actually a decent team. Um, and they gave them a run. It's got to start with the defense. The defense has got to... I think fuel the offense. They've got to put them in situations they can win, because uh, the offense right now is 
They can't figure out. They can't decide on a quarterback. Although I think they have in Tyler Vitt. Um, it's I don't know. They're an interesting case. I I was talking to my mom about this this morning because she's a Southwest Texas grad. Wow. Okay. Mama Tepper. I was talking with her about this this morning. I talk about football with everybody. Yeah. Um, I really hope they don't give up on Everett Withers. I I hope they give him one more year because I think that he can turn it around. But right now he doesn't have the horses on campus, and he's gotta he's gotta keep plugging away and stuff like that. I hope they keep Everett Withers. I hope they keep him around for more one more year. I fear they're not going to though. Um, anyway, it's got to start with the defense. That's the number one thing. The defense has got to set up the offense for success. Sure. What's next, Max? Hector Rios says, when you played, what was the best before after game road team meal that your school bought? I will be honest. I don't have a good story for this. I grew up in Missouri, and it was probably McDonald's, and that's not what you're looking for. Yeah. We did Jason's Deli a lot. Ooh, hey. Coppell. Classing it up. Got those little box lunches. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. very Coppell. I mean, I yeah. went to Everman, so, and I didn't play football, but basketball, uh, probably – after playoff games, we went to Golden Corral, which yeah. was solid. But then there was once that was our, our head coach's birthday, and he took us to Ponchos. Whoa, the Mexicans! Hey. We, raised, we raised the flag. We raised the flag right. for Ponchos. Yeah. All right, we raised the flag. Oh, wow. yeah. Is yeah. Ponchos still around? There are some still around. Yes, That's amazing man. You know how sometimes you know, we used to call it Ponchos because you got finished eating there, you felt like you got punched in the stomach. That's you funny. know how guys? You know how we go to that really nice dinner before uh, state championship games? What if we go to Ponchos instead of Bob Stick and Chop House? No. Is that a 0%? It's a no? 0%. Nobody's, nobody's yeah. raising their hand? Okay. Max, no. go ahead. Tim Guzman says, number two, Mary Harden Baylor's game against Howard Payne got pushed up to today instead of Saturday. So you got some D3 football action on a Friday night if you want it. That game will not be close. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. You uh, shouldn't play on Friday. Move it to Thursday. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Don't have college games on Friday. Honestly, they don't even need to play this game because it's not going to go well for Howard Payne, and they know that. Uh, I'm not uh, breaking <laughs> One might say they're going to feel the hurt. Yes. That's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Arbuckle asks a very blunt and brutal question. So how bad is District 13-5A do you two? Okay, so that's the thing. And by the way, um, Craig, Craig Way is obsessed with this district. He is obsessed with it. That's um, true. This district is wild. And what it comes down to is the fact that, like, one team that we had penciled in said, okay, everything else can go crazy, but we know Brenham's, Brenham's going to be good. They're really bad. They're not good. Yeah. And by the way, they better win tonight or they might lose. Yeah, they like Marble Falls tonight. Yeah, think, they right? better beat Marble Falls. But here's the thing. I don't know. I think Eastview's the best team in the district probably, right? Eastview? Mm-hmm. Are you buying it on Glenn? Dude, Leander Glenn's look good. <sighs> I haven't done this playoff projection yet, but it's it's. I'd be interested to see who, who's projected in this. Leander right Glenn... Are they predicted um, to get in in year yeah, one? Yeah, they're predicted to win the district. Holy cow. They're the highest-rated team in that district right now. Wow. Uh, but the thing is, the thing is, I don't think it's bad, bad. I think that it's below average with a lot of teams that are super close together. Yeah. This would, not, this would be one of those districts that it would not surprise me if you had four teams at like three and four. Or something Which, is that possible? Or something? Uh, like, it's, you know, you know some what I mean? Sort of weird. Some sort of some sort of spot where it's like they all bunch together, and you have like a four way tie for two playoff spots, or something right. like that. Which is part of my exercise getting a playoff. There's only uh, one team. There's basically on. only one yeah. team that I think's out of it, and that's Weiss, like the new school in yeah. Pflugerville. Yeah. Um, or actually, you know what? Is it pronounced Weiss? You're killing me. Here. You're killing I mean, me. It's, it is. They I mean, were closer it's, to Pflugerville. Maybe it's Pflugerville. It's down there in the kind yeah. of German country. 
We did go to the Kraut Bowl. You're killing me right now. <laughs> What's next? By the way, th- we talked about this before the show. I don't know if we talked about it on air. Matt Stepp is already collecting district tiebreakers right now, folks. Yeah, he's already got all the 6A1s. He's how a, much? How are you doing Killing machines sent from the future. I've only missed like three or four. God. I talked to Marble Falls head coach Birdwell today. You're, you're banging on about 4A today. Yeah, yeah. You're calling Seminole coach. and Yeah, we, we need Gainesville. We, we need this stuff. This is yeah. this is valuable information it's that important. we need in DCTS. We have offices. important problems to solve here. Yes. What's next, Mike? Tiebreakers. Fun one here from Kelvin Dwayne Jones, longtime uh, commenter, one of our favorites. He goes, do I, A, spend time with my wife tonight, B, drive two hours to Lufkin versus College Station, C, drive ten minutes to Lake Travis versus Westlake, in parentheses, the blame will be on you for whatever I miss. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to get into late Travis Westlake. Yeah, I don't know so. if you're going to be able to get in. Yeah. So uh, the play, the play is probably to hang out with your wife. <laughs> Two hours to, to Lufkin College Station is. <clears throat> and to I watch, say, and to watch is... Fox Sports Southwest for five hours Ooh, of continuous high school football coverage. Ah. Follow us on Twitter at Fox Sports SW, and make sure you get involved with the show. I say take the wife to College Station for the game. Bingo, bango. Mm. That's take her to a nice dinner in College yeah. Station. Uh, just... Let's let's be honest here, guys. If any of us told our wives we were taking them on a two-hour drive to College Station and that was going to be our Friday night, yeah. that would not end up what you want to be in that car ride on the way back? Because I don't. Especially right. if it rains. If it's a local game, my wife's down because she likes um, to people watch. Yeah, we're talking two hours, though. Four yeah. hours round trip yeah, in the car, man. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Get a hotel room in College Station. I'm going to be honest. Station, hey, now. I'm going to be honest. Hey, two, hours, <laughs> two hours is... <laughs> God, this show is taking a turn. It's a nice NBC. Who said romance is involved? It Uh, is. uh, I would say, honestly, the honest place to stay at home with your wife and earn some brownie points and then then save those up and then spend them on like a football weekend. Do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. Yeah, burn them in the playoffs. Burn them in the playoffs. That's true. That's that's the player. That's that's something that we all navigate in our own relationships is that like, for example, I didn't go to a game on Thursday because it's like, there wasn't a great Thursday game. It's like, oh, I want to hang out with the wifey. (laughs) I'm with the South Oak Cliff Conrad. What's next, Max? Besides, <laughs> by his, the way, besides Kelvin, his impending divorce. By the way, Kelvin says as long as as long as she has food, she's okay. So she's clearly not as picky as mine, and uh, good for you because mm. mine would not put up with that. Two yeah. hours to College Station, College Station, really? <laughs> that would not. Man. That would not great go well. Miss Miss Terry Adams has she DM'd you about the oh. magazine yet? She hadn't DM'd me about the magazine. She goes, "I'm going to see Paul, Paul McCartney tonight over the Battle of the Lakes. I'm making the right choice, right?" Yes. Yeah, a beetle. Yeah. A beetle. It's a beetle. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to. That's well, it's cool. close, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a beetle. We got a lightning round. If it wasn't next. a beetle. Yeah. We got about five minutes. We got yeah. a lightning round. Right. Uh, I have to go to Texarkana. Oh, I guess that's true. All right. Well, we've got about 10 to get in five minutes. So go. Hold on to your, your butts. Tony Blaylock says, What's the longest current consecutive streak for making the playoffs? Is it Cal Allen? I think it's Highland Park. Cal Allen. Cal Allen. Is it really? 33 okay. in that a row. Was a, that okay. was a question on, on uh, Tap and Step. Yes, ah, 33 in a row. I got wow. it right, too. They made 33 in a row. Westlake is second with 30. Tony, why aren't you listening to Tep and Step? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? He's just out of himself. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Rios uh, says, by the way, I, I don't know if Ruben was defending me yesterday or teaming up against me, so I'm going to call neutrality on my I'm going to uh, assume both. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, though, but he says, can you do the show in a Macho Man Randy Savage voice? Ooh, listen here. Oh, God. <laughs> you better believe. Yeah, that's all I got. 
That was like I got to talk for five hours tonight. Yeah, don't 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 waste the voice. Don't waste the dulcet tones. That was like I don't know. That was a nerdy macho man, right? Oh yeah, Yeah, that was yeah. I'm definitely not masculine enough to do that. Uh, loaded question here, but I'll let you guys handle it in lightning round because we're not going to do that. Rob Hadaway says, "Do big schools with populations as high as Allen have an unfair advantage over other six A programs that are not nearly as big? Allen could split into two, and both schools would still be six A. This is an age old question that we hear all the time." No, Plano West is the second largest school in the state. They've lost like 20 in a row. And they're very bad. Um, It's It's not that easy. It matters, but there is a point of diminishing returns. I think it's about, for me, it's about 3,000. Every every kid after about 3,000 has diminishing returns. Allen does have an advantage, but there's a lot of other things that go into why Allen's so good. Correct. What's next, Max? Jesse Saucita says, what's your thoughts on 13-3A Blanco versus Sonora? Ooh, fun game. This is a fun game. Um... I think I like Sonora in this one. Yeah. Um, I think They've struggled recently. They have struggled. struggled. Is tough Bri- schedule. Is Brian Van Winkle healthy? Do we know that? We don't know. Don't they played a tough yeah. schedule. I don't know. If I lean he, to Sonora, though. If he's healthy, I lean towards Sonora. I think he's... Well, we saw him at 7-on-7. At seven seven. He impressed the heck out of me. But Blanco's interesting. Yeah. Um, after, the, after all the controversy last year, things have kind of settled yeah, down. They're they back have, to being yeah. more like Blanco. Being pretty darn good. Uh, I lean a little bit towards Sonora, but great, great, great game. Fair What's enough. next, Max? Freddie Davis, is San Saba going to win District 7 2 AD1? You're Who darn else? right they are! Go Delos! <laughs> Who else makes the playoffs in that district? Uh, let's see. DeLeon's going to make it. De- yeah. yeah, don't worry about DeLeon. I know they got a couple couple yeah. kind of Hasn't gone great, too. but yeah. A couple ugly losses. They they remember, they're they, the the they gave up the 90 spot to Stanford. Yeah. By the way, somebody's got to win that Somebody's got to win that region, and why not San Saba? Right. I mean, that region's wide open. Go that region's us. wide yeah. open. Valley I, View's kind of falling off. Crawford's going to find their way in the playoffs. I agree. Delbert Kelm, he, he says they're terrible every year, but they're going to be, they'll, they'll get in. <laughs> Even when they're in the um, state championship. Yeah. I, I think I, they'll get in. I guess in. Heiko and Valley Mills haven't played yet. No. That's probably the game for the four And spot. I think Heiko's getting that four spot. Okay. Yeah. So right now, That's some order, San Saba, DeLeon, um, Crawford and Heiko. San Saba's off to a great spot start. I'm not convinced they're going to win the district yet. I need to see them. You know, Deleon, I think, is going to be the one. No, no, man. Right now, they look the best team uh, in that region. Red hot. Schedule. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Schedule's that's not true. quite yeah. what Deleon and Crawford's have been. What's next, Max? Jacob John asks, not including any one-school ISDs, is Judson ISD pound for pound for the currently best in the state? That's the dumbest question you've ever asked, Jacob. I love you, but that's, like, the most esoteric qualification. No, 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 no. no. We got it. Um, is he, but is pound. he just talking about six A? Is he talking about any team? Like He's talking about so so the best pound for pound team in the state is probably Newton, right? Yes, yeah. but, but not but including one school. one school district. Well, I guess like uh, up, so. up until last year, I'd say Mansfield probably had. The yeah, most Mansfield good teams. had a great run. Such a such a ridiculous question. Yeah. Hold on, hold Jacob's, on. Jacob's better than that. Hold on. Um, what what school district is A and M consolidating College Station in? That's College Station ISD. That's that. That's yeah. that's your answer. College Station ISD is pound for pound the best. Those are two top ten teams in the same ISD. In the yeah. same ISD. That's, that's it. Dumb. Dang! I don't even know if we answered the question. It's so dumb. I did. He's better than that. Chase Parisher asks, "How about last night's three zero game between Cy Lakes and Bryan?" Yes, the yeah. lowest scoring game in the state. Uh, was there one last year? There had to have been one. I don't we need, we just need year. that two zero. We, uh, we, we I just we, want the two. We had it for a while. We had it for a while. It was it was two nothing Sam yeah. Houston, and then and then Westside went on our nine point yep. burst. The lowest scoring game last year. Come on, load. Uh, no, so there was not a there was not three nothing game last year. There were some six uh, nothings. Yeah. I would have to go back and look and find the last we had three a five nothing and a three nothing this year. What's right? next, Max? I'll find, I'll look while you're Lufkin versus College Station. Quick picks. Who you got? Lufkin. Lufkin. Close. Read the preview. I, Lufkin. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. The last time there was a lower scoring game, Sweeney beat Van Vleck two nothing in two thousand and sixteen. Nice. Yeah, I, I like Lufkin in a close one. Michael Balderas says, "Who stops Judson?" 
Uh, Lake Travis? Lake Travis. Next. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Cott from uh, Vibe, set, Vibe asks, uh, He New Canyon Port A Memorial is a huge game tonight. Yes, Your thoughts? Is. Yes, it is. Um, another game previewed. Another game previewed. Uh, New Canyon can put up points. They can score. Port Arthur Memorial is so physical. And that defense is that defense plays angry. That defense is nasty. Yeah. I think Port Arthur Memorial wins in a squeaker. And I think they win by just kind of bullying them. That's if, my way. If New Caney up tempos, that they, yes, that's, that's their that's advantage. The this is this yeah. is a game dependent yeah. on on what the beats per minute in this game is. Paul Roberts, whose football opinions we can trust. Definitely. Unlike Robert Wolf, love you, Robert. Uh, do you really believe Floyd Data Sundown is going to be that close? I foresee a blowout, and if Paul Roberts says so, maybe, then I'm worried. About maybe my, y'all. Yeah. Should I, be I think- picked Sundown, but I think I picked it in a close. Let me look here. But I think I picked. Sundown. I know what he's talking about. Floyd Data's five and zero, oh, but the schedule they've played they is, played is kind of the whirlwind. Lily soft. Um, I love the whirlwinds. Probably the best mascot matchup of the weekend. I took Sundown by seven, so. I think they probably win by 10. Paul's Christian Huey's that's, really, that's, yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Christian Huey's great, and he's so freaking young. Yeah, He's a sophomore? He's a sophomore. We Kinda still got like two more years of this guy. He, wasn't he, a, he was a Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week last year as a freshman. Yeah, he was. Hold like, on. Sundown could win Region 1, 2, 8, I think, I think Sundown's legit. Yeah. The, the computer loves Sundown. Yeah. yeah. What's next, Max? I like that he pushed you on that, and you guys both admitted it. Uh, Russell Boyd says, who do you think is going to be the stumbling block for Buffalo? Mm. There's several. You got yeah. N- in the regular season, no one. I think Buffalo under first year. Buffalo's ten and up. But you get in the playoffs. You got Lexington. You got Clifton. You got Gunner. You got yeah, Holiday. That's, that's a tough region. Yeah. Um. And by the way, like God forbid, Rogers figures it out. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a team with pedigree. The odds are they're going to run into somebody really good. Gunner and Holiday, Comanche. Yeah, it's a good. It's but, a good region. But Buffalo's in that mix. I mean, but, you, but there's going to be some tough playoff games. Maybe Dublin. Do I hear Dublin? Dublin's not bad. They're not bad. Not bad. It's a good um, region. I'll tell you that Buffalo better finish first because if they finish second, uh, they're probably drawing Rodgers in the first round, and that yeah. is danger. So. Not what you want in the first round for sure. Last question of the day. Our good friend Samuel DeLeon, excellent photographer. Does a great job. Asks, and this is going to be the worst answer we give all day, what are your favorite eateries uh, near Lake Travis? I'll, I'll be honest, uh, Sam, I was out there for five years, and I never ate anywhere local that I actually liked. There was a little place that existed for like two years that I loved. It's not there anymore. Uh, eat in Austin, yeah, just and then Austin. anywhere in Austin, there's lots of great options. You um, you actually answered a question I was going to ask you, yeah, which is interesting because my brother is my older brother is getting married in Lake Travis. He's marrying a girl who's who's from Lake Travis. They're getting married out that out that way, and my parents are looking for a um, uh, a rehearsal dinner sure ve- uh, venue and so the answer is nowhere no nah, i mean there are places but like you know there's the oasis like just the sort of but like there's yeah. no like this cool little local this dives. little cold local place there are no dives in lake travis yeah, yeah travis. sorry they, 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 yeah no but dives. i mean like eh, Go to, eat it's austin. been a while i'm sure eat there are more that have popped up since i've been gone go eat barbecue in austin somewhere yeah yeah, I mean, or Tex-Mex. You know, go to Switch Styles in Austin, any anything in Austin, barbecue. and then just head out west. Yeah. I heard there's a Chick-fil-A there, too. Go to the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> go to Chili's. Go to Chili's. The Chili's off 183 yes. is excellent. Or the Jack in the Box. And we are five minutes over, so I have to call it. Sorry to everyone else still asking questions, but we gotta, we got to call it there. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Step. Thank you. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.